Good morning. It is Monday, April 8th, 7.10 a.m. It's been quite a week. Um, I did the flea market yesterday at Alameda with Leah, and that was a lot of fun. It was not the most fruitful, but it was really fun. I had a really great time. Um, the weather was so beautiful. There were a lot of people that came out, but there were also a ton of vendors. So it was definitely a buyer's market for sure. Um, something to note. Um, but yeah, it was a very long day. Uh, I got up at 3.30 in the morning and then I loaded a few things. We loaded the night before. But setting up took a while because I didn't have any coffee in me. And then um, it's it's a long day. It's it's more than twelve hour day. And then I I was in bed at ten thirty. Like there was an OxyClean snafu when I got home, and I was just uh, it took me a, a while longer than I anticipated. Um, on Friday I met. Anne at Mission Bar and it was really great to see her. I hadn't seen her in over a month um, and she had just had her last day at the law firm where she's a lawyer and uh, she's an immigration lawyer. She's done a lot to help people and um, it was really wonderful to kind of see all the people from her firm there at the bar congratulating her and telling her how much they were going to miss her and how much they loved her. It's just really great to see your friends being appreciated, you know, um, and I didn't want to miss out on that. There was also on the same night, the art show or the art opening for the, um, homelessness coalition art pieces. And I had, I had, um, my painting of Katie in there in a couple quilt squares, but I just, I just ended up hanging out with Anne. Um, sometimes art shows kind of give me a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I made the right choice. It's just been a lot of toil this week, getting ready for the, um, flea market and sourcing and, you know, a lot of rinse repeat. So there's not not a ton of things to to yammer on about. Um, I've really been on a kimchi and rice kick, and I want to learn how to make kimchi. Um, it actually it just makes me feel so good, and it makes my tummy feel good, which is really important. Um, but I have so many projects going. Um, I thought I was just like, do I really need to add another one on and stink up the entire apartment building? Um, but, you know, it could be worth it. So those are th some things to consider. And I went down to the library and they have this beautiful exhibit um, upstairs in the Mission Branch. Um, it's like a this wooden model from 1938 of the Mission District and its perimeters. And I found my house on there and there, 
they extended the display. It was supposed to go down or be taken down on March 25th. And the display is um, all over at different branches all over the city. You can grab a brochure that has a map on it and they'll give you a stamp for each location you visit so you can keep track. But each location uh, has its own piece of the city in it and on display. And I really recommend seeing it so you can see your neighborhood. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was delightful. It was very, it was really neat to see how my house predated the, the 1930s. Um, and, and it's like a triangular shaped building and I could see it. There used to be a railroad track going behind my house and it's always been kind of a budget situation, you know? Um, so I don't think it was ever a fancy place by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and, and at one point it was a railroad apartment, so it, it definitely shook a lot. Um, it's, it's post earthquake, but, um, you know, post 1906 earthquake, but it has, you know, definitely survived the 89. It's kind of a interesting it's it's just really interesting to me to see how neighborhoods change and and what remains i mean the neighborhood has gentrified so much and there's so there's so many changes some parts of it are virtually unrecognizable i will say this though that my alley is not gentrified Mm -mm -mm -mm. no 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 Um, nor shall it ever be knock on wood because uh, there's just too many unsavory elements there. Um, it's a place where people like to go poop and pee and using the drugs. There's a lot of rats going back and forth from the McDonald's area. There's people there. Sometimes people have sex in that alley, um, which that's it's not a tourist attraction. Let me tell you, I have caught I caught two people engaged in back to front sex let's just put it that way and it was in broad daylight and you know what I was just trying to get my laundry I didn't stop and stare but I definitely saw what was going on you know what I mean um so that that happens there and and any other number of things uh people are are the there's a desig it's a designated graffiti area that's run by one of the uh residents of lilac street and uh, they let people take turns making graffiti murals on all along the street. And I would have to say, you know, a lot of a lot of the back alleys do have some sort of mural program, but ours is the ugliest. And I guess that's a point of pride um, because we definitely have some of the ugliest graffiti murals I've ever seen in my entire life. So there is an atrocious uh, orange, purple, and like toothpaste green one going up right now uh, that will probably be there for about a month, for example. Uh, It's not a safe alley. I have, you know, as you know, I've recorded people fighting in the alley. Um, People have definitely been assaulted like much, much worse than what I've been able to record. So it's it's quite a it's quite a place. It's it's always ha- it always has something going on. It's generally impassable. Uh, 
by other cars and it's it's just like a a weird no man's land but i'm i'm grateful for all those things i've i've listed all the unsavory elements um sometimes people will camp out right outside of my house and because my tree well my tree you know what i mean the tree uh is a place where people like to poop and pee so after they've done their business they go about four feet away and they set up camp there so uh yeah sometimes you'll see people laying there for a long time and you know sometimes weeks there was a guy an amputee who was there for for several weeks uh one of the things me and leah did after the flea market is we went to this place called Kitava. And Kitava is on mission at 16th near where the old McDonald's was. It kind of looks like a McDonald's, kind of looks like a health food restaurant. It's a keto. If you are on the keto or paleo diet, you can have it. You can go in there and it's all for you. Um, I tried it. The portions were were perfect. I did not feel bloated after. And it was, I had the meatloaf with the bone broth gravy and the sweet potato mashed potatoes. And then it had a little bit of broccoli and uh, some julienne carrots. I think it was about a tablespoon worth of carrots. So there must be something, a sugar factor to the carrots. Um. I actually, I liked the way the carrots were prepared. Um, I was looking forward to the gravy being more substantial, you know, having more body to it and more flavor. What it was was basically bone broth with no thickening agent. They could have used cassava flour or chickpea flour or something, um, you know, to, to kind of give it a more of a gravy texture. The sweet potato fries needed salt, but they were not not bad in texture. Um, I mean, not fries. They were not fries. They were not fries. They were sweet potato mashers. Um, but they had this lovely cashew habanero sauce that was like a basically a spicy, creamy sauce with no dairy. And I put that all over it, and that fixed it. The meatloaf was very flavorful. I detected cumin in it, which was... Uh, you know, that was an interesting touch. I, I noticed when I was looking on the menu, a lot of the items were flavored with cumin. So that's something to think about if you're going in there. But I definitely recommend it if you are trying to eat healthy uh, and and you want something that, where the food, the service was fairly fast. The food comes out fast. Uh, it was non-pretentious and, and it's right near 16th Street Bart. So you know, it was it was a good experience, generally speaking. I don't know if I'm going to order the meatloaf again, but it was recommended to me by by the staff. So, yeah, I've just been doing a lot of mending, sourcing, sorting, getting ready for the flea market, and now you know I just kind of feel like a blank slate. Except for, I, of course, I have shipping to do and laundry, and then a shoot with Rose. So, yeah, it's kind of been one of those more mundane weeks. I saw Taylor on Thursday, 
and we got together at the right spot with she and Burke, and I brought over a Princess Diana and and a Prince Charles book for us to look at, and we caught up. I we stayed for, oh boy, uh, 2.5 hours. I had two Manhattan, three Manhattans. They're small. Uh, Jamin was behind the bar, and then yeah, then I rode my bike home and. It's just it's just been quite a week. It's just it's just been one of those weeks, and uh, I think that I should probably get started on it. I know this particular episode is really short, but I've got so much stuff to do, and I hope to go on some adventures and continue to research and present more to you. Um, but that is that is the gist of what I've got. Oh, except for there's one more thing. There's one more thing. Um, on Mission Street at 25th, right near Mission Pies, there there was a there was a shop called Mission Critter, and that's where they sold the dog food, cat food, whatnot. And then right next door to it was a place that used to be called the Fizzery, and the Fizzery was a soda pop shop, and yeah they went out of business. Shocker. I mean, it was one of those Burning Man adjacent type shops, you know, just, just, it was ridiculous. I did buy some fancy sodas there, but I don't, I really shouldn't drink that stuff. They went out of business and then another company moved in. They described themselves to the landlords as being an herb company, and I bet they are a vitamin company, and I think they were trying to market themselves as like a Herbalife, an Herbalife scam shop. But what it ended up being was an after-hours party scene, and that's all it was. There was drug, there were drugs, there was prostitution happening illegally, of course. Uh, there was all manner of shady business, and then rave dancing of some sort. And it would go to all hours of the night. Now, I don't know if little Mary still lives up there above there, but she had to contend with that. And also the pet shop owner, the, the you know, food, pet shoot, food, <laughs> the pet food shop owner had to contend with it too. I am here to report it is out of business. They somehow got those hoodlums out of there and when the, when when the hoodlums were in the space, they put plywood over the facade and then had this little tiny, like, munchkin door that was about 3.5 feet tall that that uh, the people would go into to this den of in, iniquity. Um, and so that, that, that uh, wooden stuff has been removed. And you can see in, and they have totally done a, a very good demolition job of it uh there a few days ago there were still some remaining graffiti can't uh, graffiti indoors come on come on that's so stinky it's not necessary but that's been all painted over and i'm hoping this time those landlords don't get duped because that would be quite a tragedy they don't seem to be as many in business, but about four years ago, it seemed there was a huge rash of these, uh, like Herbalife stores, 
and they particularly targeted uh, immigrant communities in the mission. And what they are is they're usually painted a bright green inside, and they have these shakes that you can buy, these Herbalife shakes. And once they get you in there, and they, they uh, try to sell you on this multi-level marketing Herbalife scam. They try to make you sell the product. They're little traps, and they're supposed to stimulate interest in Herbalife. They're not supposed to say that they're Herbalife stores, though. They usually, well, you can look for them. They will say health centers. And they're, they're usually always some god-awful color of green. Just like, the you know, like a toad's belly or uh, not even. Just almost like a, a toxic waste green. No insult to toads here. Um. And I'm fascinated by it. I am fascinated by that aspect of aggressive, multi-level marketing strategy. And the fact that, that people in good conscience can, can try to lure something into a dead-end road economically, where, wherein they themselves, who start the little shops, are also desperate to get clientele. And so this is an investment that they are convinced to make in Herbalife to expand their territory. Uh, they seem to have kind of died down a bit, and I think that is the wave of such things. Uh, because, you know, once everyone in the neighborhood is selling Herbalife, there's no one to really sell it to, because then you end up buying a lot of your own products. You end up just buying it up because you have to pay for it. You can't just, they don't just give you free product to sell. So, and, and they're not cheap either, you know, um, I've never had an Herbalife shake, nor shall I ever. Um, I bet there's a lot of online forums about it. Um, and I, the only thing that I could probably guess is they're probably like a slim fast shake. They probably give you a ton of gas or something, you know? Um, but yeah, that's what this raver, um, well, it's more like a, I don't know, a drug den, a, a club for doing all the bad things in one place. That's what the speakeasy type place was pretending to be. It was pretending to be an Herbalife type shop, a vitamin store. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm very glad they're gone. I'm hoping that a business that's too legit to quit will pop up. It's kind of a dead zone over there. The only thing that's hopping and bopping over there is the uh, Mission Pie, which don't even get me started on their pies. Their pies suck balls. Um, you know, no no egg wash on the crust and just watery fillings. They're, they're savory food, you know, like their... Um, you know their lunch their lunch dishes and their coffee are much better than their pies and i will go there in a pinch i will go get coffee there if i have to um what else uh, there's also a nicaraguan place that used to be a pizza place and those two places are very very sleepy there's almost nothing there idol vintage moved over there for a while from from 16th uh and that that went up in arms there's a 
a comedy driving test school there. Improv. There's also improv school. They're probably the same thing, same people. And then there is a cooking school there. And that is for techies who want to have group building experiences. A lot of cooking schools are, are cropping up. There's one right near my house on 24th Street. It's called a ramen story. A ramen story. Here is the story. Once upon a time, some white guy decided he wanted to teach other white people how to make ramen. He opened it under the guise of having a restaurant. He he charges people out the wazoo for said ramen, and then he charges even more for other things such as egg or meat or vegetables in the ramen. Normally, the restaurant is not open to the public. It's basically fully booked with him showing people how to make ramen. And that's all it is. And it is it is lacking in atmospheric value. Um, there's these fluorescent lights and this like funny little folding screen or something that you would see like at a massage parlor. <laughs> and then... There's a counter to the left, and then there's, you know, this white guy making ramen noodles. And, you know, I don't think the business is going to last very long. A lot of businesses fail. One thing that would be really nice is if they had a toy store on on in that vacant building. You've already got the Casa Guadalupe. Uh, so you have your you have your food market, and that place does pretty pretty darn good. Even though the price of celery is three ninety nine now, so you know, nix that. But I would like to see either a toy store or some kind of, you know, music store. Even those those are dying, a dying breed. I would like to see a a nice laundromat there. Uh, the one near my house is Uber Janky, and then the one across the street from Casa Guadalupe almost every single machine is out of order and they're about to close down. So I wouldn't mind a laundromat, a a better laundromat. And that could be the safer bet. Only time will tell. Okay. I've really got to go now, but thank you for listening to uh, me ramble on about the changes in the neighborhood. I'm excited about the good stuff and I'm bummed about the bad stuff. Take care. Bye-bye.